wasn't late, you were early. Hello everyone and welcome to Anime Club After Dark, the podcast that delves into all things anime, manga, and otaku culture related. I'm your host Alex, but you can call me Senpai, and joining me tonight we have our czar of source material, John. It's just way too early for this. <laughs> for for you and me both, man. I'd usually be waking up right about this time of recording. Yeah, like, <laughs> times have changed, man. I don't know yeah. if I like this change that Anime Club After Dark is going through. <laughs> The times they are change. Anyway, um, and we also have our poser extraordinaire Natai. I, for one, welcome our new time overlord thingy <laughs> schedule things meme. Ooh. I'm sure you do because we. You know, for those who don't know, since Natai lives on the other side of the world as everyone else in this podcast, we're usually recording for him in the middle of like the early, early morning, like two or three o'clock in the morning. So you have to either really screw up your sleep schedule or just like be like, eh, whatever. Yeah, I take <laughs> one for the team every time. But not uh, today. Now it's my yeah. prime time. And and show was supposed to be joining us tonight, but uh, his, his mic was acting up really bad right before we uh, started recording. So he won't be joining us, which is a shame because what we're going to be doing tonight, because this is actually another one of our WTF episodes. This is actually episode 19 of our WTFs, um, and instead of doing what we normally do, where we just talk about anything, um, on our Discord server, which you can join down below in the description, um, we have a channel where people can ask us any kind of questions they want, and on our WTF episodes, typically at the very beginning, we answer them. Um, since we've gotten so many over the last few weeks, we decided we'd take an entire WTF episode to answer them. Um, and I also put out a post on our social media, uh, both on Facebook and on Twitter, asking for more questions. And a few of you also responded there as well. Um, that's why I'm kind of sad that, that it shows not here, because some of these I'd like to hear his answer for some of these questions. Um, so I'm going to I guess we're just going to go through this uh, in, in the order that they were kind of asked that we haven't answered them already. Um and uh yeah so uh, let's get into it uh so the first question we have is i'm, I'm gonna go through our discord questions first um so the first question we have is from military boy aj he, and he asks what is your favorite harem anime clonad clonad a hundred percent i had wow. this ready to go like, the saddest harem anime listen yeah, it is pretty sad. i many years ago my friend was like, I was like, man, I hate harem animes. Like, they're all trash and this and that, right? And mm. he was like, but don't you love Clannad? I was like, yeah. Then he's like, that's a harem anime. I, then I just like, I was shook, dude. Like, shook. <laughs> I was shook. I I had I had to take days off. I, I just couldn't comprehend what he just said to me. I was like, Clannad, <laughs> a harem anime? And I thought about it, and I was like, oh, my God, it is a harem anime. <laughs> I'm just imagining John, like, hear you from Yakuza, like, in the Bakamitai clip, just in a bar holding a glass of whiskey. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, oh, like, yeah. legit. Dude, it's a I was horror like, anime. Like, I, was I can't fucking deal with this shook. right now. And, <laughs> I, I mean, yes, it's a, technically a horror anime because it has, like, multiple heroines that you can choose, you know, in, from the game you can choose different routes. Mm. But they focused on one main one. But they mm. did show all the other harem girls, so I guess it's technically a harem. So whatever, it's Clannad. Fuck everyone else. I mean, and it's 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 worth mentioning that in the actual visual novel that you know Clannad comes from, it, it really is a harem. Yeah. So I don't know. See, I I want to say that it should qualify as a harem anime slash visual novel only if you can get the chase all girls route. If you can't do that, then mm. I don't think it should be classified. But <laughs> that's just me. So. Fair enough. What about you, uh, Natai? Monogatari. Oh my god, me. Jesus Christ. Listen, it's honestly, I, honestly, I haven't watched that many, like, harem anime. Clanet is really is really fucking good, but I was such a weak little, uh, such a weak boy that after watching the finale, I couldn't watch, like, the other OVAs because I just couldn't do it. <laughs> um, <laughs> So, so yeah, Monogatari is great. Every girl is amazing. Hanukkah oh is the best. God. Fuck you, Alex. It's not a harem. <laughs> I mean, like, I'm saying it, like, it has harem elements. Let's not kid ourselves, bro. 
Okay, yes, it has. It's way and it's more very self-indulgent with it. No, no, no. Okay. It's very self-indulgent. But again, this is why we need to refer to the list. Like, does it allow you to pursue a relationship with everyone? Then technically, no. it's a harem. If it doesn't allow you to do that, then it's not a harem, dude. It cannot I be mean, a harem. Araragi kissed multiple girls in that show. Yeah, but ah, uh, whatever. You know what? Yeah, he also <laughs> tongue kissed both of his sisters too. You want to throw that in there? Make it. Uh, hey, hey, hey! Too? Some people, I like. I'm not justifying it because uh, not for me. But some people are actually shipping it. So, oh, hey, uh, I mean, I no comment, dude. I send it. Yeah, not for me. Not for Alex. Me, but... Alex, what's your favorite harem? <laughs> so my favorite harem is actually a reverse harem. It's called Kiss Him, Not Me. Okay. Um, I don't remember watching I know why this. I love it so Oh, I know why I love it so much, because all the guys in it are super cute. Um, and the, the girl is you, just in a woman. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> um, she's definitely, you know, she's 100% of Ujoshi. Um, and yeah, she's, you're right. She is basically me as a woman. Um, what's that like, John? Because I know you're dating one. <sighs> it's work. <laughs> <laughs> what's it like dating me as a woman, John? It is work, 100% work. <laughs> I love you, but holy shit, man, sometimes. I don't know. So I, I, I love the manga so much. That, I love the anime so much that I went and read the manga, and then the manga got me hooked, and like it has a really good payoff at the end. I won't spoil anything, but the, the payoff is really good at the very end. I don't remember. Is that the one where the girl like originally is like fat or something? Yes. Oh, I remember this. Yeah, she, you... she's overweight and yeah, then she gets overweight. like super depressed and yeah. stops eating because of it and becomes thin. No, but why did she get super depressed, Alex? Uh, I, I forget. Was it? It was, was she because... was playing a. She no, was playing no, like it... an arrogue and like no, no, something no, happened, no. or was it an anime that she was watching? Her, yeah, her favorite male character in an anime dies, so she got so oh, depressed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, her favorite male character in anime dies. She gets super depressed and stops eating to lose weight. Bro, I watched only the first episode of that show and it already was like, whoa, this is great. <laughs> you should read the manga. Uh, yeah. All right. Uh, so the second question we have comes from Dr. Sauce, who is also one of the moderators of our Facebook page. Um, he says, what is your least favorite anime trope, John? Uh, I don't know, man. i'm super into like a lot of trashy animes so there isn't a trope where i'm just like oh i'm tired of seeing this because in my opinion you know as long as it's executed fine i really don't care Mm. but i guess i get really tired very quickly of like the friend the magic of friendship type of stuff like freaking I can't believe you would do that to my best friend. And then, like, you mega power level up, and then somehow you can beat the big bad. And I'm just like, How all right. How could you hurt like, my Nakama? Yeah. Orino Nakama! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I, I guess the power of friendship trope where they get that sudden burst of energy. I Like, because it just feels like in every shonen, every time you get to a difficult battle scene, it's always that right it all it's always going to be the power of nakama and it's like i get it luffy the power of nakama has saved you but holy shit man at every single turn is it does it have to be the power of nakama (laughs) i'll give one piece credit the when they when they pull off the fucking nakama line like when they pull it off they pull it off really well like like no no apologist over here no no i'm not it's actually good there's this one moment in the show where it's like super emotional. It's like everything is lost and stuff. It's uh, like if you watch it, you know it's in Marineford, whatever. There's like there's a line about uh, his Nakama. It's like <gasps> my boy. I feel yeah. You. So I mean, again, I don't hate it just because it's there. It's just it just seems like it's one of the most overused tropes to fall back on of okay, we need to somehow power scale our main character so that way he can beat the big bad because he's getting his ass handed to him right now. So that's just how All I right. feel. Uh, Natai. Mm-hmm. Fake tension always gets me out of a show. Okay. You know? like Yeah, when it's like, no, that makes sense. Yeah, like when, so like... Like a buildup with no payoff. 
No, it's not even that. It's it's okay. I remember watching the fucking second My Hero Academia movie. It's it's okay. It's whatever. It's just fun. And then by the end of it, there's like the climax. And it's a big fight. It's really well animated. It's like okay, cool. I'm into it. It's just a really fun fight. Sure. And then they're like try and do like a whole. Oh no! It has some consequence to this fight. What are they gonna do? And you're like, no, you're not. Everything's fine. I don't buy okay, it that you're in danger. But my hero just does that all the time, though. <laughs> no, like, so most of the time, not all the time, but you know what? Sometimes, like, a show that I really enjoy, it'll be like, oh, no, the character is dead. And it's like, no, they're not. Yeah. <laughs> no, the they're fake, fucking not. The fake out deaths and stuff like that. Like, yeah, uh, it's like, like Dragon only, Ball Z. <laughs> yeah, like, very rarely it's like, done really well because not just as like it's not done mainly to like it's not done for like the tension aspect of it it's just done to like progress the story in an interesting way that's when i'm like yeah i'm down but when it's like someone's dead for instance or something's like they're like in peril whatever and you just know it they're not it's fine it's like eh. yeah it really takes me out of the show yeah, fake out deaths kind of bother me too. Now, one thing I do love is when, uh, like, the protagonist will use, will try to fake the death of one of the characters to get at the antagonist. That's kind of yeah. fun to watch. Like very recently, I watched. Actually, it would be kind of a spoiler. Never mind. I watched a show, and it's very popular right now. And there's a <laughs> moment early on when there's a death, and you're like, "No, they're not." Uh, but then they actually go in a different, like, an interesting direction with it. So I was like, "Oh, I'm surprised." That's cool. So, you know. Okay. It can be done well. Yeah, it can. Uh, if I had to pick a least favorite anime trope, oh, there's so many shitty ones. Um, <laughs> I, I Like John, I'm, I'm a really... I'm, I used to be a huge fan of it, but I've, I've fallen out of love with the whole power friendship thing in Shonen. Uh, mostly because I've fallen out of love with Shonen in the first place. Um, I was ready for a different answer. But... <laughs> One of the one of the things that that really gets me is like the non-committal romance, like especially mm. with like same-sex romances in anime, where you can honestly, you could like genuinely see tension or not tension, but chemistry between the characters, and then like, oh no, we can't do this. We we have the same stuff between our legs. Yeah, but <laughs> isn't that sword fight? <laughs> Isn't that just homophobia from Japan? I mean, here. maybe a little bit. But it also happens with heterosexual romances, too. Just the non-committal stuff. Like, where there's obvious chemistry between characters. And, like, just commit. Commit to it, for fuck's sake. Well, that's just... I feel like that falls under unnecessary, like, romance plots. Like, this didn't hmm. need to be here. Why is this here? You just did it to fuck with us. To True, sell the ships. But if, but if, if, if you're going to put an unnecessary romance plot, at least fucking commit to it. Jesus. Yeah, but I'm saying it's it's part of the, all right, so we need to have maybe a little bit of romance to help that, like, 5% of people who are still watching get over themselves. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, it's something really stupid. I, I definitely would say I, I agree. Like, don't, don't put this in here. If you're not going to commit, why was this even a thing, you know? Yeah. <laughs> what? What was the point? I think like, uh, oh my more. god, I can't remember what fucking show. Oh, it was um the fucking that one I just finished. The one you got Bacano. Oh, oh Bacano. With Bacano, okay. with with the whole like I've fallen in love with you. I'm just like, why? Why did you fall in <laughs> love with her? There was no reason to fall in love with her. Like, She's why is this it's even great. in what do you here? Mean? I mean, at least they they commit to it and they stick it to the yeah, end. Yeah, they commit but, to it. That's the great thing about it. Actually, yeah. But I, I just didn't understand. I was like, how and why? This dude, why? He's just like, I've fallen for you. And it's like, you don't even know her. You've known her for 15 fucking seconds. <laughs> like, what the actual fuck, dude? Okay, she compliments what, him so well, she lets him talk all the time. <sighs> Jesus. Anyway, <laughs> I, hate sh- I hate shit like that where it's like, why does this exist? There was this was not a main point of the story. This was just here for whatever goddamn reason, and it just pisses me off. Like, but no, I still the power of Nakama is still my most hated trope, if I'd have to say, because just because of how overused it is. Because I don't run into so many anime that's like has so many romance subplots that they don't go through. I'm just like, because I usually when I'm watching these things, I'm watching rom coms, so they do go through with romance or whatever. Yeah, um, it's interesting. All right. I, oh, before we move ahead. on, just a quickie. Like, 
I think shows should like it shows should like try and delve into more interesting types of like relationships you know like because when you guys talked about it it reminded me of uh, what was I thinking in psychopaths there was one of the female officers there was like this running thing it, it was just hinted at like she would like leave some offices and then you could see her just like tightening her tie or whatever and leave and then after that you'd see the i can't remember the scientist's name what was her name uh, but she would leave like five minutes after her it was just the thing that they like put in there to give them a bit more like character i suppose and i like that it was it, it just added a bit without like distracting from the rest of the show you know it was an interesting type of relationship you yeah know? you're right they fuck it. They fucking. <laughs> nah, that wasn't interesting. They fucking, bro. <laughs> I mean, at least they were kind of subtle about it in the beginning, though. Like, no, that that's about as subtle as an elephant in a tiny room. Okay. <laughs> I'll just put it this way: they're certainly they were certainly more subtle about the fucking in that show than they are in Mishoka Tensei. Yeah. Uh, all right, so I don't know how we're gonna not spoil everything with this next question. Um, military boy AJ wants to know what is your favorite anime death? Oh uh, lord! Uh, uh, let's name three. the show. All first. right, so Gurren Lagann has one of my most favorite anime deaths because mm. when I first saw this anime death. Uh, I was just like, I, it made me so angry. I couldn't handle it. I could not watch Gurren Lagann. And, and I came back years later and watched all of it. And then I still hated the show because I couldn't <laughs> believe how they ended it and how dirty they did my boy. And then the third time I rewatched it, because I was like, you know what? I've got to give it a fair shake. I can't just hate it because they did things I didn't like. Then I realized the majesty of Gurren Lagann and the amazing story it tells. And the power of friendship. And the power of friendship. So, <laughs> listen, listen. My drill will pierce the heavens, okay? <laughs> and I'm trying to keep that's it my, as free as possible. But the very first death that we see of one of the um, characters in Gurren Lagann, we all, we all know. Like, if you know, you know. This is spoiler enough for the people who already know who they know what I'm talking about. But damn, dude, it hit me. Like, ugh. But it's my most favorite because of, like, how it... I I hate it when there's unnecessary death in anime as well because it's like why did you just kill this character off <coughs> attack on titan and um there you know if there's no reason for the death other than oh we're just going to kill a bunch of people off because you were just edgy like that I'm just going to I don't care I don't fucking care who cares you're killing yeah. off characters no one cares about but if you use a death correctly it can help spur on the plot and that's usually what they try to save it for you know there there should be meaningful deaths like like in naruto there are meaningful deaths when someone passes in that show it signifies a certain part in uh, the storyline for naruto like why are you gonna do me like this why, why i'm about to cry <laughs> the world shall know pain okay oh, <laughs> and why are you doing this <laughs> it was honestly a, a boil down between those two deaths like in my opinion, because I just love them so much. Like I hate, I hated it obviously. Cause I was like, no, no, it can't be real. No bullshit. No. <laughs> the, the, well, the great thing about the death you're talking about in Gurren Lagann is it very wonderfully establishes the stakes of the show for the characters. Yeah. yeah. And it just gets better, you know? And the, my second most favorite would have to be the Naruto one. Like the world will know pain one, because again, I was in such disbelief, dude. I was like, no way no i was shook uh and that's how you know like when you're invested in the character and they use that as a device to mm. propel the plot forward and show you the stakes of everything and like it's just good dude it's good writing to me it's good execution it is in more ways than one <laughs> yeah <sighs> no Gordon Logan is such a good example of it um but mine um I think Code Geass has several, mm. which are oh, really yeah. powerful. But like the biggest one is, you guys know what I'm talking about, and, yeah. and it's it's probably like the most like like what I say like edge of your seat moments I've seen, and yet the most satisfying death to some extent I've seen in anime. It's so it's just so well done. It's so like 
Like the moment you realize why why it's happening and what's the purpose behind it, it's like you realize, oh, this is so good. It's so it's such a good payoff to the entire show. It's such a like, and again, it's like one of the best endings ever in anime to me uh, because of it. It's such a an incredible way to close that story. Yeah, um, that one was my favorite, yeah. but then we got to consider the fact that it's. <laughs> yeah, know, they, they I took haven't it watched too far. It. It's not real. No, no, to me. listen, listen. I, I, want, you, I want you to listen here very, very carefully. Code Geass only has two seasons. Yeah, it, it, that's, that's right. it. That's it. It, it only right. has two seasons. Nothing else happens <laughs> after the end of that second season. Yeah. Also, sure. Oh, also, like I don't know if I should consider it a death because. I don't know, but the one of the last scenes in Anohana mm. always gets me just super <laughs> emotional. Yeah, it's... I don't know what to say about it. It's just so powerful, you know. All right. Well, I, I have a couple that I wanted to mention. Um, probably the most emotional I ever got at a, at a death in anime was actually in a movie, um, and it's called Machia. <laughs> Oh my oh, god! No, yeah, of course. No. Um, okay, and it's yeah. not necessarily because of the character that died. It's it's because of how one of the characters reacts to it, and it's so sad and heartbreaking. Uh, yeah, um, that's probably the most emotional I've ever been at an anime death. Um, one of both of you guys have mentioned really good ones, by the way. Um, but another death that I've always been really uh, keen on is in, well, Death Note, <laughs> ironically enough. Um, <laughs> I, I, I want to say it comes around the two-thirds mark. <laughs> it's, yeah. It, it was certainly unexpected. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, totally wasn't built up to. Uh, no. <laughs> no? See, I don't feel like that would be impactful to me because I don't think about it all the time like i do with the other deaths when i think about mm. the series like when i think about death note i i just happen to recall oh yeah that happened that was weird i don't know why they did that but whatever I it's such I, a great moment though it's it so is. well I, I, I think i i think i i think i remember it so fondly i guess because of how like dramatic it is in the moment that it happens yes oh yeah exactly. dude it's fucking hammed up for sure <laughs> I like a lot of in the Death best Note way is possible. Very yeah. hand up. Yeah, Death Note is That's very That's why it's hand so good. <sighs> take a chip and eat it, son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now take too. a bite. <laughs> oh my god. All right. Uh, so the next question we have uh, is from Sun Sun. Uh, if you had to be transported to any hentai as the main girl or one of the main girls, which hentai would it be? And if oh applicable, which girl? I can oh only God. think of bad answers because all the hentai is all like rapey and stuff. Know, it's all right? NTR rape and like, I fuck man. I don't know. I got to pick a vanilla one if I don't want to get raped. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know the name of hentai off the top of my head. Dude, who cares about that? Bible black. God. Oh yeah. I'll be. Uh, yeah. That's maybe. good. No, that's that's full of gangbang and rape. <laughs> And futas, I guess. Lots you... of futas. <laughs> and all the girls get bad endings and raped. If not raped, they get bad endings. Oh, man, it's a terrible choice. No, we're not doing that. <laughs> I can't. I don't know the name of any hentais off the top of my head other than Bible Black and, like, Boku no Pico, but that's just for memes, so. Oh, <laughs> uh, sure, sure. <laughs> I'm going to have to, like, go look up... Uh... I have to go look up hentai. Hold on, I'm, I'm gonna go look at it. Now. I got you. Fam. <laughs> He's gonna while legit you, while go you, look it up. While you look it up, I got you, fam. I got you. So, hear me out. Okay. Interspecies reviewers. That's not a hint. That's not a hint. <laughs> yes, it is. All right. Bruh. Well, let's let's just say for sake of argument that it is. Which girl are you talking about? <laughs> there's, there's so many good ones to choose from am i right uh hmm which one you, gets you better say hyena fucked? girl you better say hyena no girl. fuck that shit no what's the name of the bartender the oh chicken. Uh, yeah the what chicken. was her name the chicken uh, girl i'll i'll take that she doesn't get uh, drilled at all <laughs> <laughs> 
Heretic you're not even gonna get but... drilled. Why would you even want to be reincarnated in this world, man? Yeah, right. Your man, I can fly anywhere question. I want. It's great. Oh my god, bro, she is living pretty good life. Let's be honest. Uh, uh, Majory, that's her name. I had to go look yes, it up. Yes, her. I mean, and again, she doesn't get drilled in the show. Her mannequins do, so I'm safe. <laughs> but okay, never mind. I'm not gonna spoil it. <laughs> You're right, in the show she doesn't, but anyway. Well, there you go. <laughs> I cannot John, have find... you... <laughs> I can't remember what it was. The The fucking one that all the people in there are futas or girls or just futas. Freaking, um... What? Futabu? Was that it? Futabu? Oh, yeah, Futabu, yeah. Like, that... literally every girl is a futa. Every girl oh, is a futa, God. and if they're not a futa, they're just straight up a girl, and I'm just, you know what? I'm okay with this. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! If I could be, <laughs> if I could be anyone, I'd probably be the president girl. You know, the the little lowly with the giant penis. <laughs> <laughs> like her penis goes all the way up from her crotch uh, all the way to her like her chest, and I'm just like Jesus Christ, uh, she's hung like a horse. <laughs> literally comes buckets. Who wouldn't want to be in this world as one of the futas, dude? Come on. <laughs> hey, futas are amazing. Oh my god. I don't want any part in this conversation. I mean, <laughs> listen, listen. To be pegged while you're pegging someone, releasing <laughs> buckets of literal cum. Come on, man. There's no better <laughs> hentai world to be in. When are we doing an, uh, so, an episode? Eight that can this entire hentai? podcast was founded on the fact that we all love Futabu. <laughs> no, no, no. Don't, don't, don't say. I that. mean, to be fair, we all we all are degenerates. We're all just degenerates. No, not for real. When are we doing the end of episode? uh, Fuck you. (laughs) So if I say Shoujo Ramane, how quickly are the FBI going to show up? Oh my god, is that what with the lollies? Yes. Yes. Listen. (laughs) Just just stay in your little grave, bro. Why not even Doki Doki Oya-san? So that way you can be drilled by a mega big hunk. Come on, man. Yeah. yeah or i could do ultimate domain uh which is literally just a fucking like femboy in an all-girls school yeah i'll take that (laughs) i've I've never seen this i don't know what that is ah ultimate domain is pretty good uh (laughs) oh my god uh yeah that's it uh (laughs) All right, moving on. <laughs> I got moving on. Thank God. Uh, Dr. Sauce wants to know what is your favorite alcohol. So hey. I, I I fucking love lagers. I at first thought I didn't like beer. Turns out I only like lagers, like Heineken or Stella Artois, because I beat my wife. Mm. Uh, <laughs> Stefan is pretty good. Apparently, the uh, the British people say people who enjoy Stella Artois are wife beaters i didn't know that <laughs> that's a weird thing that they say yeah, i didn't yeah. know until about like a year ago that that had that like connotation i'm like what the fuck <laughs> yeah that's so weird but anyway yeah like heineken stella um not kidding um oh my gosh what is it sapporo is it sapporo ichiban the ichiban yeah yeah is that a lager yes i don't think okay. i know it and then um Singha, that's a Thai one. Thai lager. I like that one a lot, too. I like lagers. Okay. And when it comes to hard alcohol, though, I don't really... I used to drink a lot of uh, Jack and Coke. Mm. <laughs> so, I guess Jack and Coke. All right. Uh, Natai, <laughs> I know what happens when you drink whiskey. Oh, boy. <laughs> so, so it's it has... So, this is, you know... When I just want to chill, so I'll just drink a beer, whether it's like Weinstefen, which I really enjoy, or Blue Moon, which is just a very chill beer. You know, just cool, nice, that's it. Uh, I do really enjoy whiskey. Uh, Shivas is a really good one. Uh, what was another one? I can't remember what was the name of it, but it was with honey. It was really good. Um, like so whiskey is... Hmm? Like a mead? A honey mead? I, th- I think I don't know. I, I, I it was too remember. drunk. He can't remember. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. But it was really fucking good. I really enjoyed whiskey in general. I just really enjoy like the the aroma of it all. Mm. Um, it's it's great. I love the feel of it. 
but uh, I also really enjoy cocktails and making cocktails. They're just really fun. It's like cooking and just, it's fun to experiment with stuff. Uh, anything that has like uh, Irish cream with it is the best. Mm, Irish cream is I, delicious. Bruh, there's like one, what was the name of it? I think it was called Orgasm. It's pretty much Irish cream, <laughs> sweet cream, maybe a coffee liquor with it and some other stuff. It's, oh, it's amazing. I love it. Absolutely love it. <laughs> so, Dare I say orgasmic? Oh, you don't even know, bruh. <laughs> um... Yeah, I mean, as the resident alcoholic, um, <laughs> there's very little I won't drink. Um, I love beer, just generally, just beer. I love drinking it. I love trying new stuff. Um, I actually try to, uh, when I go on vacations, I try to like plan vacations around going to breweries. Um, that's yes. how much I love beer. Um, like Natai, I also am a big fan of whiskey. I typically try to drink it either on the rocks or just with something very light, um, like a not necessarily a Coke, but just, just something light. Um, and um, I also re- this is kind of a recent uh, discovery for me. Like I really like gin, like really, especially yeah? gin and tonic. It's yeah. really good. No, I completely understand. When I first discovered gin and tonics, I was like, this is an old person drink. And I had it. I was like, this is actually pretty fucking good. (laughs) (laughs) No, you're right, though. Like, I've always only heard of old people ordering it. And I I ordered it one time, and I'm like, this is pretty fucking good. (laughs) I drank like eight of them. It's also kind of like. Try to explain. Hmm? Oh, I was going to say, it's also kind of like old people drinks like a martini. Like, who wants fucking pickle and clam juice with, like, alcohol? That's weird. Then I had it, and I was just like, you know what? <laughs> these old folks, they got something going on. They know a thing or two, man, <laughs> about these <Yeah>. drinks. <laughs> so, as as the youngest one here, I'm I'm curious. What do you like about gin and tonic? Because, like, I haven't tried it in ages, so maybe I'll enjoy it now, but I... I don't know. Didn't feel much for it when I tried gin, it. Gin, to me at least, gin doesn't taste like it's got a ton of alcohol in it. Um, probably because it's it is the least caloric. I think spirit out there is gin because um, it doesn't have it doesn't have any sugar in it, or at least doesn't have a lot of sugar in it. Um, but it didn't taste like anything to me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's the see, problem. Well, the thing about the gin is that it's <laughs> unlike vodka, which tastes like straight up rubbing alcohol. And you have to be super fucking smashed to be able to down it like water or like tequila, which has tequila is actually really good, too. Um, yeah, tequila's great. But with tequila's gin, great, except it makes me go crazy and gives me an upset stomach. So with gin, because it's so light that the tonic makes it enhances the flavor of it, you know, mm. like if you add just a little bit of sweetener or something, it's a little bit too much. But it's the perfect balance when you just have the gin and a tonic. The thing about gin is like how a lot of spirits are are like supposed to be enhancing the flavor of what you're putting the spirit into. It's the opposite with gin. What you're putting into the gin is enhancing this flavor of the gin. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. I like it. It's 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 light. It's easy to drink um, and it's easy to go through a whole bottle before you realize it. Please don't drink too much. Drink responsibly. Drink responsibly. Don't follow yeah, don't my lead. Yeah, exactly. Um, I, I, even though show isn't here, I can actually answer this one for him because he doesn't drink. That's good. I also yeah, don't that's drink actually anymore. Good. But that's for medical reasons. So, yeah. Unfortunately. Uh, all right. Next question is again from Military Boy AJ. Which anime world would you want to be transported to? Now, before you guys answer this, I would like to say that myself, Show, and I think Natai as well did an episode of the podcast last year where we actually talked about this very subject. Yeah, that's true. That's um, so, episode. if you want like a more extended explanation of that, you can definitely go check that out. Um, nice plug. Yes, uh, but John, <laughs> since you weren't even on that episode, <laughs> so. I, all right, I have two answers, all right? <laughs> My first answer is going to be obviously Overlord because <laughs> I need to see the almighty presence of Ain-sama. Like, I, Sasuga Ain-sama, I need to see this shit, okay? <laughs> I don't care if I'll, like, get killed and whatnot. I just need to be like, Sasuga Ain-sama. That's all I need to do. Uh, The second one probably would be SAO. <laughs> Can I say that? What? I mean, sure. Well, I mean, like, it's a, it's okay. I, 
I think about uh, the fact that they have full dive R- MMORPG shit, and mm. like, I don't have. They don't live in a world that's super fucked up by like terrorism. I don't have to watch little kids fighting mechas over an intergalactic war. Like, it would be obviously super cool to live in a Gundam world because hey maybe you could pilot Gundams but realistically speaking you're probably not going to be piloting a Gundam you're probably just going to get enslaved in the frontier and I don't know Japan just finished building their own no but I'm saying like flying in space Gundams come on you know what I meant but like a lot of these cool worlds that I would love to be in because of the technology and stuff they're usually at war or like there's terrorism or there's like a a threat of the world happening so Mm. I don't think it would be fun to be in these worlds, but SAO is so peaceful and calm, and as long as you stay the fuck away from Kirito and his madness, you're good, dude. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? If you stay away from Kirito, you definitely will not be tentacle-raped. Exactly. Like, as long as you stay away from the main character of the anime world in Mm -hmm. SAO, you're probably not going to die, and you're just going to be able to enjoy the future and have all the cool technology and just be a fucking normal person. (laughs) <laughs> but that that's that's my hand no answer so you know whatever all right natai um uh, as you mentioned we spoke about a lot about like different worlds in that episode so i'll just give a quick shout out to death parade specifically about sort of like underworld hell sort of that depiction they did for that place and uh, the show because it's just super lit it's real cool i like uh, queen decking it's such a cool bar i want to i want to run a bar like that it's awesome oh <laughs> uh, hey fair enough i'd i'd love to, nah, to like, be gen- a bartender I, yeah like, I, but like but seriously though it's a really cool sort of depiction they did in that show of hell i suppose like, i really enjoyed that world they created well it wasn't it's... technically hell it was purgatory yeah it was purgatory that's right but i really it seems like a cool place i'm down to go there sometime or not purgatory limbo is that the same thing uh, i don't not know. really know <laughs> it's a place where they judge souls right yes pretty much wherever that place the is souls called. of the dead and see again i feel like if you reincarnated in that world though you'd be one of the unlucky souls to be judged <laughs> i mean with <laughs> not not life, a resident with... of the shinigami being able to judge people <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah with my luck i'll probably be just someone who's got screwed but whatever like if there's a chance of being half as cool as Deckim and being a, a badass bartender and just make cool drinks all day man i can i can live with that that sounds like fun yeah it'd be pretty pretty cool i'd say too yeah all right well i got, I got a couple i can mention here um i mean obviously as someone who absolutely loves the the story i i, I have to say spice and wolf um <laughs> Because okay. like it just seems like such an idyllic land that they're in, um, and it'd be great to just like live like Lawrence, just be a merchant, just going back and forth between all the cities. I don't know. It seems like fun to me. Um, but um, <laughs> to a, a less serious answer, uh, probably um, I don't know. Interspecies reviewers, where everyone's just as horny as I am. I thought yeah. about it as well, just so you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Either but that I told myself or, I won't I won't say it. Either that or Mashoka Tensei, because the people in that sure seem to be just about as horny as I am. Fair. Uh, but yeah, I mean interspecies reviews would be great. <laughs> Alright, uh next question. Uh let's see. From Dr. Sauce again. Um let's see. What anime would you like to get an additional season or seasons or a rework to be closer to the source material? Okay. Fuck, uh, no. Bakano, yeah. All right. Why? Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you. (laughs) Listen, I didn't hate it that much. It was all right. I know, I know, I know. But uh, additional season, no game, no life. Season two, Mm. when? Come on, obvious. Fuck yeah. Uh, Rework to be closer to the source material. Man, Overlord, 100%. Yeah. I, I want Madhouse, stop with the CG. Just stop. Get help. (laughs) like make Stop it, it i haven't seen the full like superiority of of ein summer I, I need to witness it in its full 60k like or 60k 4k 60k 60 <laughs> fps never 4K get done with the animation one frame will take like 80 years to do it'll be the new red line oh god but that's just 
anyone who listens to the podcast and knows about me, like, obviously these are my answers. Like, who, what, what else would I say? (laughs) Whoa, 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 wait. Speaking of CG, when are we getting a fucking good Berserk anime? That's the real question. Never. Never. Just, like, when is it going to be finished? Never. Never. (sighs) (laughs) But I'm pretty sure your answer is going to be Bagano, right, Natai? No, like, as I said, like, I'd love to see more Bagano, but, you know, it's a a dream just (laughs) in the ground somewhere there, you know. But, but yeah, like, dude, I, I would die if they would make an actual good Berserk anime. It deserves it. I would too, because I'll literally be dead when that happens. I know, right? No, but please, someone, please. It deserves it. Give me some Berserk anime, please. (laughs) Um, I mean, additional seasons, obviously, Spice and Wolf for me. Um, And No Game, No Life would be great as well. Um, And like John, I have to say Overlord, definitely, to be closer to the source material. Um, For pretty much the exact same reasons John said. (sighs) It's so much better, dude. Like, even something that could adapt it as well as, like, Slime Tensei did, or even Mushoku Tensei, it would be so much better, but... I think what you're going to need for that is, like with Mushoku Tensei, a studio to actually be formed specifically to make it. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, uh, moving on uh, to... This is an interesting question. Um, And this is from Astolfo. Not the real one, I I assume. Um... (laughs) Why has Darling and the Franks had such a lasting popularity despite having such an eh ending in a studio swap? Zero two. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, pretty, pretty much. I mean, the porn. I mean, t- t- it, there is some really good Darling and the Franks porn out there. Um, but yeah, I mean, a lot of it has to do with the aesthetics of the show. I think the aesthetics of that show are very appealing. I mean, even as someone who definitely agrees that the ending was very and the story kind of fell off the rails at like episode 16 um i i still love the way that show looks i think the animation that show was really good and it just like the aesthetics of the character design and the world is just good despite the nosedive the story takes (laughs) yeah okay well i have again haven't finished watching darling the franks i've watched the first four episodes and i don't care for it but I definitely think it's got to be the porn because all I see is just fucking porn of it now. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Like Zero Two is like that perfect sort of like design that is really striking. I mean, she's hot, obviously, and people really gravitate towards her personality. Yeah, I, I think a I've, lot of it is the personality too, because she's got that yeah. like uh, manic pixie dream girl personality going on. And I think there's, I'm generalizing here, but I think there's a lot of shall we say, weebs of the more lonely persuasion that, like, lust after characters like that. Yeah, especially since she's, like, a cock slave who's like, darling, and does anything yeah, for you. Yeah, You Pretty lonely much, fucks yeah. sicken me. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Who's that? Mia? Are you talking about Mia from Mon- Monmu? <laughs> I love Mia, but for different reasons. But... <laughs> All right, uh, Nathaniel on our Discord server asked, if you were going to visit a country or city you've never been to anywhere in the world, in the real world or anime universe, and had to take an anime character with you, who would it be and why? Okay, Ooh. is it going to shock anyone to know that it's going to be the Tomb of Nazarick and it's going to be Ein Zalgun? Like, <laughs> Sasuke Ein and then I could get him to show me around Nazarick and be like, yo, let me see all the cool-ass, like, traps. <laughs> How are we about to yeah. fuck up the new world, my dude? <laughs> like, Sasuke Suzuki Satoru. <laughs> what about you, Natai? I'm going to need a, a minute to think about it. You, you go. Oh, I mean, my like... answer is obvious. It's it's Holo from Spice and Wolf, oh and God, I, yeah. I'd want to bring her into the real world so she could give me stock tips. <laughs> yeah, like no def- joke. It's definitely not to just cuddle her freaking tails. Don't lie. Oh fuck! I oh, head pads, uh, fluffing the tail. Yes, wow. sir. I didn't know you were into NTR. Listen, that 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 the the Spice and Wolf VR game where it led you like literally head pat her in first person. Oh! <sighs> All right, Natalia, time's up. You gotta, you gotta choose, man. Uh, Hanukawa, Venice date. Fuck yeah, let's go. Oh, you, <laughs> okay. You just want to touch your titties. <laughs> I oh, didn't say that. I didn't say that. Ah, she is. I don't she know. It's like, waifu material, though. 
Yeah. And it's, it's kind of a boring answer, but it's like, I don't know. just sounds like a really fun vacation. I'm down. All right. Uh, next fair. question comes from Dark Moon. He asks, if your ultimate waifu uh, materialized in front of you, what would you do, excluding sexual fun? Fucking head pads. Yeah, head pads. <laughs> like, come on. Just If my ultimate just, waifu, who is a tie between uh, Nagisa and also um, Sylphie from Mishoku Tensei, I would just, they're just so good. They're such good girls. And I'm just like, mm. just head pats, only head pats. No looting, yeah. nothing. Just good girls. Good girls. Yeah. I'd say the same thing for Holo. I mean, head pats and apples. Cuddles don't count as sexual acts. So if I could just cuddle with Hanako. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. I'll be, I'll, I'll be mm, the happiest man alive. All right. All right. Fair uh, next question. Also. Excuse me. Also comes from Dark Moon. He says, "If you could meet the creator uh, and voice actors, Japanese or English, of your favorite anime, would you?" I, think, I mean, yeah. yeah. Isn't that what signings at con- conventions are for? <laughs> like, pretty much. This I mean, is basically like, what we do, right? We go line up for hours to just get a handshake and an autograph. <laughs> pretty much. I mean, like I, I've. I mean, my ultimate, like my favorite anime of all time is Spice and Wolf, as I've mentioned multiple times. Um, I've met. The English voice actors for both Holo and Lawrence at previous conventions. So yeah, I'd love to meet um, uh, Hasakura, the creator of Spies and Wolf, one day. Uh, I'd love to tell him how much that has the series he created means to me. Um, so yeah, if I ever get the chance to meet him, I'm definitely gonna take it for sure. I mean, if I could meet the creator, if I could meet Maruyama, you know, the guy who writes um, Overlord, I would love mm-hmm. to. Because one, no one knows what his face looks like. Because every time he shows up in public, he wears a fucking mask. Yeah. So, so kind of like I, Yoko Taro, the guy that created Nier. And it's <laughs> just like I, I wish I would love to like shake his hand and like have a translator there and be like tell him like I love your novel. I have everything. Like I hope you continue writing more. Like I just want to give him words of encouragement. Just because like I love his stuff. I love the stuff that he writes. Like mm. sure, there's a lot of like reused tropes and stuff like like a puppet with its strings cut off like it's a line <laughs> that they use just all the time in overlord but i just i would love to meet mariyama because he's not big enough that he would come to america not that i would know of but you know i can dream um as for voice actors though i don't really I guess Sagita. I'd love to meet Sagita in real life yes. and just like go out for a beer or something. Like, oh, yo, Sagita. I, no. Sagita I would, would be love like the perfect drinking partner. I, I he does, but I would also love to do the exact same thing with uh, Mamoru Miyano. Yeah, yes. <laughs> he'd be good. He'd that be too. bouncing off the walls, dude. Oh man, see that? <laughs> that's just because they're cool guys. They're cool guys that I've I like all the the work that they've done so far. Like all the characters that they've played. Like, Sagiti even did porn. He's in uh, Rune's Pharmacy. I mentioned this some time <laughs> wait, ago. R- wait, what? Yes, yeah, he has. So, He's done porn. So, Sagita voices a character in uh, this hentai called Rune's Pharmacy. And I remember watching it, and I was like, is that, is that fucking Sugita? <laughs> and your mind probably went like, no. And I was like, no, no way. No. And sure enough, it's Sagita. I was like, yo, Sagita's like a high-profile actor, so I hope he got paid to do this. <laughs> like, He can do whatever he wants, dude. He's pretty high-profile, dude. I'm pretty sure he made a yeah. shit ton of money as being uh, Gintoki, but you know, he's in a lot of shows and games and stuff, too. He's not... Yeah. I don't think he's hurting for roles, <laughs> but yeah, it was just surprising to me that he was in it. And he loves VTubers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, are there any particular voice actors you'd like to meet, Nitai? I mean, just talking to the Bakano, like the dub cast would be really fucking cool. Mm. I'd love to meet a, a... Fuck, why am I blanking on his name? Uh, Spike Spiegel's voice actor in English. Uh, Steve Blum? Steve Bloom, yeah. Steve Bloom. Steve Bloom. I would love to meet, to meet him and just like, you know, get a chance to talk to him about acting and stuff. Like, it's really fascinating to me. Mm. Um... Would really love to meet Imaishi. Uh, oh, I, I got to meet trigger. him a couple years ago at Otakon. Yeah, you Fucking told me. And awesome what, dude. If you ever get a chance a to meet him and talk to him, I highly recommend it. He's a very... I'd love to. Oh, he's so cool. But yeah, I'd, I'd, love, I'd love to meet him. There's so many like really fascinating people in the industry that I'd love to just get a chance to meet and talk to. I mean, 
um, Kevin Panking from Made in Abyss soundtrack fame uh, is like a composer that I really uh, I really like his stuff and I mean he's not Japanese so obviously it would be a much easier to, to communicate with him <laughs> also also Dio just oh. Dio. Dio. The, oh, the man with the golden voice. You're approaching me, Natai. <laughs> <laughs> Bruh, I'd love to just, like, just for a second, just to, like, get a high from him, and that's it. That's all I need. <laughs> um, I... I, I did, I've mentioned it yet, but on the on like the English side of the industry, there's one person who I've always wanted to meet, and I've just never gotten the opportunity to, and that's Johnny Young Bosch. Mmm... Just because, yeah. like, for all of his the the work that he's done in anime, which I do love, like, his one of my favorite roles that he's ever done is Isaiah in the English dub of Da Da Da. da. Um, but I would just talk to him about Power Rangers. <laughs> huh. he, he was the original guy? Black Power Ranger. Was he actually? Yes. No way. Yes, Johnny Young Bosch is the original Black Power Ranger. That is freaking cool. I did not know that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I would just talk to him about Power Rangers. <laughs> uh, all right, awesome. next question uh, also comes from Dark Moon. Uh, if given the chance, would you marry your favorite voice actor or actress? I think that depends on a lot of things. Well, I wouldn't because I don't know them. Like, yeah, sure, like yeah, you gotta exactly. know them first. I, I have to. I can't just marry someone because they're hot or something like that. Like, I if I don't like you personality wise, I cannot mm. stand you. <laughs> I mean, you so, can marry someone just because they're hot, but it's probably not going to be a good relationship. I mean, you can if that's what you're into, but for me personally, like, I, as much as I love, like, these voice actresses, like Yui Hori or, like, um, Yui Ishikawa or uh, Yuki Aoi. Kanahanazawa. Kanahanazawa. Yeah, Kanahanazawa. Like, I, as much as I love these women and I think that they're beautiful and all that, I don't know them personally. I don't know how yeah. they're like in real life. Like, I only know the characters that they play. So I can't really fantasize about marrying these women because I don't know them. That's just weird to me. And again, you're kind of marrying into a fantasy, not really. Yeah, like, and not them as a person, right? So that's like, I'm sure there are a bunch of like otaku's out there who would love to marry their favorite voice actor or actresses, based off of the fact that oh, I followed their work for years and this and that. But just like a pro tip out there, man, like <laughs> these are people that these are relationships and these are people that you've made in your head. Like, you don't yeah, actually and, know them. And they're not the characters that they play. Trust me. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, some of them really do lean into the characters that they play. Like, like I'm pretty sure that Mamoru Miyano doesn't, doesn't act a whole lot when he's behind the mic. But <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Or, like, Sugita's, like, how Sugita acts in his uh, just kind of his deadpan phase. Yeah. Or whatever. <laughs> That's just how Sugita is, dude. Like. Yeah, uh, I can I tell you it. there's there's one voice actress I would definitely probably not want to have a relationship with, and that's Aya Hirano. I am the opposite. See, if I was going to marry anyone, I'd marry her, because then she'd be down to do the gangbangs anyway, so whatever. I, I oh guess, God. I mean... <laughs> Don't you, I, you can't shame me! That way, maybe. Maybe she's <laughs> the most marryable. <laughs> the most marryable? Okay, Alex. Um, Alright, um, this is the last of the Discord questions. Uh, it's from Dr. Sauce. It says, if you could have a familiar of anything, what would it be? A cat. Wait, like, can I have any type of pet from any anime? Or, like, does it have to be a familiar? Because if I could get an anime pet, for example, like Kilala or something, then well, I'd I mean, probably... The question, the question asks, if you could have a familiar of anything, what would it be? <sighs> I'd get a dog. Like, what? I'd get a pug. A magical flying <laughs> pug. What the a fuck? magical flying pug. <laughs> Do you even wait? No one on the podcast knows I love pugs. Shit, uh, I've revealed secret information. Uh, no, not wait, a pug. Really? Definitely not pug. Um, erase <laughs> that, editor. Ed I'm the editor. <laughs> yeah, so I just you played yourself. Suddenly, <laughs> just like a Zoro sound effect. Yeah, my um, my favorite. I love dogs. Very specifically, I love pugs because they're so hideous. But. <laughs> They're, like, so ugly and stupid, and I love them. They're so... <laughs> I cannot explain my love of pugs. I would love Dark to have a creatures. flying, like, pug, like, just... Have you guys seen Space Brothers, the anime? Yes. Note. Okay, do you know Apo, Apollo, the dog? Yes. The pug? I fucking I love I know exactly Apo. what you're talking about. Apollo... They named the dog Apollo? That's great. <laughs> yeah, well, it's about space. It's about um these two brothers who are astronauts. 
but uh, mm. one of them has a dog, and he couldn't name it Apollo because it was too long, so he named it Apo, A-P-O, <laughs> but it stands for Apollo, but it's a pug. His name is Apollo, and I fucking love it so much. He doesn't say anything. He literally just goes, sits there in the frame <laughs> and, you know, does the pug fucking breathing, and I'm just like, I love this. I would die for this dog. <laughs> Anyway, uh, I love pugs, and I would love to have a pug familiar. <laughs> Nitai? Either a big-ass tiger, mm. like just huge tiger, or a really big panda. That's it. That's, <laughs> okay. that's all I need, bro. That's all I need. I'll be so happy. Okay, then. If it was Panda Sensei from Beastars. <laughs> Yo, yes. Yes. That'd be so cool. Yes. He, you'd be at the gym, and he'd just be like, oh, you're lifting those weights good. You know, daily exercise is really good for your mentality. Yes. <laughs> He's just eating bamboo, bamboo and fucking bitch. getting gains, dude. Fucking imagine. Yes. <laughs> Panda Jim bro. Oh. Panda Jim bro. Wow. I'm done. All right. And so we have the last questions we're going to uh, finish up with here are from uh, both our Facebook page and our Twitter page. Uh, the first one comes from Henry Zeminoff. Um, it's which anime or animes have the best monster girls? Mon uh, monster Musume. Yeah, what? What kind of wow. question is that, Henry? Obviously, it's Mon Musu because you can literally fuck anything. <laughs> but uh, on an actual, see, I like Mon Musu because of the lewd. But if I was gonna talk about like Ajin monster girls, like um, demi humans, then it has to be a. Uh, oh my god, I don't remember that freaking anime. The one that. Has the dual hand girl that I love. Interviews so much. with monster girls. Yes, interviews with monster mm. girls. I would say that anime because we aren't limited to just like monster breed monsters, mm. but like demi human monsters. Where like you know you have dual hands, vampires, invisible girls, Yuki Ona, stuff like that, and yeah. also just um, I just I like I love the dual hand girl so much. <laughs> She's so <laughs> cute. Oh lord. So cute. Hmm. Dragon Maid has some really good monster girls. What does? Dragon Maid. Kobe oh, Dragon, Dragon Maid. Maid. I thought you... <laughs> never mind. Um, what did you think I said? No, never. I'm going to leave it there. Okay. Um, I thought you yeah, said I Dragon mean, I guess Age. the Dragon Girls are kind of like monster girls. <laughs> yeah. Well, they I also have I don't like... feel... I, I don't have a strong opinion on monster girls, so, you know. Well, I mean, they... Ha I guess... You have Leviathan, you've got some random dragon, you've got a um, Quetzalcoatl. I don't know what Kana <gasps> is. What kind of dragon Kana no, is? A lowly. She's just a lowly <laughs> dragon. Thank you, Alex. The pest dragon. I mean... Uh, Alright, uh, next question comes from Cody Madsen as what is your ideal date? Um, That's a good question. <laughs> so... My ideal date, as it's always been, is to just have a chill time with my date. And generally, it's like it goes, let's grab a lunch somewhere, I don't know, wherever we want. Not too expensive. Maybe expensive. It depends. Like, if I want sushi, whatever, burgers, doesn't matter. And then afterwards, I'd love, I'd love to, like, go to arcades. Like, there's one uh, down at near a mall where I, we're at it's called round one it's like a japanese arcade place and i love going there because it has a bunch of arcade games from japan and a lot of rhythm games and i love rhythm games and then afterwards just like going like walking near water i also love water so yeah. <laughs> long walks on the beach on a moonlit night <laughs> you know like just cheesy Pretty shit much. i mean it's What's my ideal date? Having just a fun time with someone who's also having a fun time with me. That's that's literally it. It doesn't need to be anything yeah. fancy. Like it's just as long as I'm having fun with my date, we could do anything. We could be freaking skydiving. We could be running, doing go karts. We could just be chilling at home watching Netflix. It doesn't matter. Go karts are a fun date. Yeah, I mean I've done. <laughs> I I take my girlfriend on a bunch of dates every weekend. So, <laughs> and it's usually dates are usually just me doing things I want to do, and she comes along, <laughs> <laughs> and she loves it. And I'm just like, great, that's great, honey. I love it. I love that you love it. I, I just, I'm, I don't know what I'm doing. I just go to do stuff I want to do. <laughs> yeah, that's the way to go about it. So I, ha I, have a, I have a date story. This is from college. Um, I was dating a weeb girl, 
it's shocking uh they do exist um and you you remember that scene it john in um Wotakoi where the two main characters are like laying in bed together and they're both reading manga but they're reading the same manga and they keep passing it to each other when they get done yeah i did the exact same thing once on a date with a girl See, that's super cute <laughs> really? though to that me because fun, yeah. sharing it because again, any with someone that you like, any time you're spending with them, you should just be enjoying. And it doesn't really matter yeah. the activity. Like obviously, ideally if this was phrases like what's your ideal first date, like to get to know someone that'd be completely different, but my ideal date with my girlfriend with any significant other really is just to have a good time. And mm. it could be anything whether it's a hobby you both enjoy or it's something new you've never tried, it could be anything as long as you're spending time together and you're just having time, you're just bonding, you know, that's really what it's about. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, uh, we got two more questions left. Uh, one, the last, the second to last question comes from Justin, uh, Kabibi, Kabebe. I don't know how you pronounce the last name, but I'm sorry if I fucked it up. Uh, what are the Nozaki sisters' fetishes? Well, I'm so glad you asked. Oh uh, Fen uh, has a, a propensity for incest. If you listen to, or if you look at her uh, Twitter page, you'll see that. Um, Thank you Justin, all out there for dropping in. Hey, no, no, after fuck you. <laughs> Uh, why are people encouraging you alex i will never why are people enabling you alex i cannot believe this shut up um uh, she also really loves yuri and yaoi um uh her older sister nano is really a fan of uh ntr because you know older people are Uh, (laughs) what no everyone gets sighs about ntr it's not that bad it's not that bad Listen, I'm not into being cut. FBI, open up! <laughs> Why would the FBI be in here? <laughs> um, uh, and if you wanna, if you wanna know about Lynn's fetishes, that's classified because she's underage, sir. Oh, now it's classified. Okay. Oh, one more year. Listen, the, these these sisters, these Necrogen, are all of Alex's creations. So I have zero idea. You're, you're literally speaking to the creator right now. So yeah. <laughs> oh man, I have too much fun with it. I'm sorry. Uh, and our last question comes from uh, Nigel. I don't know if it's supposed to be pronounced Adams or Adamus. Um, do unicorns fart glitter? I hope so. Yes. Would, yeah. No, a hundred percent they do. Why wouldn't they? I know one thing about I know a couple of things about unicorns, but one fun fact in the real world I know about unicorns is that it is unicorn is the national animal of Scotland. <laughs> I'm not even joking about that. It's 100 percent true. I know, and it's just so I love it so much. I love the Scots. Ugh. It's like what he wanted to have is your national animal. Fuck it, a unicorn. <laughs> no. I feel like That's I feel ass, like that bro. was decided at a pub one night, like late at night. Like, we got all this other like, national stuff down. What animal? Fuck it, unicorn. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you all out there for dropping yeah. in to listen to us. <laughs> oh, uh, I, I I promise I I do this every time. I forgot to do it at the beginning. Um, oh my so God. my my monthly senpai's VTuber receipts. I'm only gonna go over the ones that actually. Wait, you need the fucking intro. The, yeah, go ahead, do it. <laughs> So I'm only gonna I'm only gonna mention the ones that have actually changed since the last time. There's only four uh, girls that I have uh, I've donated to since the last time I did one of these. Uh, one is Sakura Miko. I'm up to four hundred and twenty five dollars for her. Um, oh my god. The other is actually there's five. Uh, there's Usada Pekra. I'm up to one hundred and fifty for her. Uh, Gura. I am up to a hundred dollars for her. So I'm up to the triple digits for Gura. Um, and then the other two are two of the Indonesian girls that I've really gotten into. Uh, well, I've always been into Kreji Ali. I'm up to $50 for her. And I've also really gotten into Risu's streams recently. Um, Risu's the best. Uh, nuts. She's so chill. Uh, big nuts. <laughs> big nuts. Uh, I have donated $30 to her. So I'm up for a total of all the girls that I've donated to. And one guy. Uh, I am up to a total of $937 so far that oh I have sipped for VTubers. Someone's yes. got to put him through college, dude. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> and it's all thanks to simps like you. 
Thank yes. you for your donations. <laughs> this program made possible by simps like you. Gosh, was that PBS? Yeah. Oh, man. I've been indoctrinated, dude, by the Bill yeah. and Melinda Gates Foundation. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, I even God. remember that it's them that do the sponsorships for PBS. Oh, yeah. Lord. Also, on a more serious note, Hachima, come home. Uh, please. Please. I really miss your streams. Don't kill yourself, please. Yes. Or whatever the fuck is going on. Uh, uh, it's been almost a month since, since you streamed. Uh, I'm so... I'm ready for her streams again. Uh, anyway, so that is our Q&A session. Thank you to everyone who uh, sent in questions. As I mentioned at the top of this recording, um, if you do have questions, please join our Discord server. There's a channel there where you can ask questions anytime. We like to have these at the beginning of all of our WTFs, but uh, since we got so many, we did this. Um, you can also ask us on uh, on social media. We do have uh, both a Facebook and a Twitter page. Um yeah, we love interacting with our followers like this. And like I said, thank you all for sending us these questions and for dropping in to listen to us. Check the description below where you can find uh, links to Anime Club After Dark on Twitch, like I said, on social media and on Discord. Uh, check out our merch store. We have affiliate links as well. Any purchases you make there do really help us out. With that, I have been your host, Alex, and I will see you next time. Say goodnight, guys. Good night, Goodnight, everybody. <laughs> what is the meaning of life? Hmm. Why are we here? Just, Just to, to suffer. suffer. They played us like a damn fiddle!